Calcio Podcast, episode 88. Listeners, ciao. Thanks for tuning in. And I hate Maurizio Sarri. Uh, there, I said it. May as well get it out. Get it out the way now. Get it off my chest. Uh, that's going to be a huge focus of this episode. Um, a lot to get to. Serie A is finally back. Great week for Napoli and for Gattuso. Terrible week for Juve. Uh, Juve fans like myself are pissed off. I've been fuming for days. Uh, so I have a lot to get to. And we have none other than Farhad, host of the Juve podcast from Turin Giants, to break down all things Juventus, all things Maurizio Sarri, as they lost the Coppa Italia final last week to Gennaro Gattuso's Napoli. Nick moderates. Great interview with him. Great guy. You won't want to miss that. We also get to the five-a-side of cultural figures you would most want to quarantine with. So uh, Farhad, Nick, and I had a great uh, deal of fun doing that. We'll get to all the games. We'll break down all the action from Serie A, from around the peninsula. Uh, at long last, as we finally return from uh, from quarantine. Fuck COVID. We, we, we beat you, motherfucker. And we're back to close out the season. So it's great to have some league matches back just to watch, talk about, and, uh, and break down, even though it is under a new format. So do stay tuned. We've got Heroes, Tronzo, and Cuck of the Week, an all-time Cuck of the Week, if you ask me. You won't want to miss that one. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Pino, take it away. Die. Let's go. Però, catenazzo che donna sei. Io delle donne non mi fido. Il corteggiamento è un rito. Troppo spesso si finisce. Che una donna ti tradisce. E non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more. A me basta che siano tonde e disposti a far l'amore. Io da bambino veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola. Perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gola quando facevo il militare. Poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine. Dio la presa tra la gente. Perciò, bambina, se sono qui per te stasera, è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go, Nick! What it do, baby? How you doing, bro? What the fuck was that? Kawhi Leonard, bro. Ne- ne- never do that again. Never, bro. You're not Kawhi Leonard. Never do that. Cringe. So, so I can't. So I can't sing, and I can't. I can't say what it do. No. What stick it do to being. St- stick to being triggered. Stick to being triggered. We'll uh, we'll get to that. We've got uh, we've got a great interview lined up this uh, this episode. Listeners, welcome to episode number eighty-eight of the. Calcio podcast. Uh, is there is there an important number eighty eight? Rincon. Serie A right now. Rincon. Oh, you said important. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're right. It is a Rincon. I knew there was. I was wondering if there was a guy who played for Atalanta. For Pasalic. Pasalic. Pasalic is eighty eight. How timely? It? How timely? He just got purchased. I think on a permanent basis. Fifteen million from uh, Chelsea. Yes, indeed. Um, I loved, by the way, I loved seeing that on Twitter when I think uh, Fabrizio Romano either tweeted it or retweeted that. And all the, the, the English blokes are like, who is this guy? 15 mil for zero appearances for the club. Like, who is this wanker? Like, buddy, watch, watch Atalanta play. He's been a pretty key fucking player this season. So, so we're, we're, we're coming flying in right out the gate here. Um, again, listeners, episode 88, The Cultural Podcast. Get at us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Cultural Podcast, at Cultural Podcast. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're finally on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Spreaker. We're on pretty much any major platform now. We're uh, we're coming. We're growing. We're uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're uh, we're, uh, we're, uh, we're we're everywhere. We're everywhere now, man. We're 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 fucking we're fucking. We're, we're the, the pitbull of podcasts. Pitbull, yeah, exactly. Uh, super <laughs> super excited, man. City House finally back. Um, shit week for uh, for Juve though. Terrible week to be a Juve fan. Yeah, we uh, we won yesterday. Um, we're recording this episode on the 23rd of June, on the Tuesday. 
Um, yesterday we beat Bologna 2-0. Really happy about that. Bernadeschi, an incredible game. I'm super happy about that. But we lost the Copa final a week ago to Napoli. Congrats to Napoli fans, but I'm fucking pissed off. And we have none other than the host of the greatest and biggest most popular English-speaking uh, Juve podcast in the world, the Juve podcast, at Juve podcast, uh, Farhad from Turin Giants. Great interview. And Juve podcast, yeah. We, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have our, uh, our five-a-side of the week. It's the five-a-side of players you'd most want to quarantine with. And uh, he and I will have, uh, we'll have a little chat about uh, Sarri and about Juve and about the Copa. Uh, I, I, go I, I, would, I would say it was more of a therapy session. I, I think you, you invited Farhad onto the podcast just so you could listen. So, so he could listen to me rant and then so, yeah. he, could val- and so he could validate me. Um, but yeah, um, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, a lot to talk about, bro. Serie A is back and, uh, and uh, we're, uh, we're, 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 we're fucking excited, man. Um, key takeaways so far. Uh, okay, uh, for CGI, me. Hang on. Can I go first? I want to go first. CGI fans? Uh, yeah. CGI fans? Fuck, was that, was that your takeaway first? Well, like along the lines, along the lines of that. Okay. CGI fans. I was going to say playing. CGI fans, ain't it, Chief? No, no. No, no chance. So no. what they do, in the, what they've been doing in the Premier League, which is, to be honest, smart, is just create ad space. Just put fucking tarps over the seats, sell ads, whatever, get money during these shit times. For me, it was the not having the fake crowd noise. That ain't it, Chief. Like having the fake crowd noise in the Premier League, in the Bundesliga, and they even had it in La Liga. It was honestly very well done. You know, you just got it. You got a DJ behind the behind the boards, uh, getting cheers for when the home team scores a goal or whatever. Like it's awesome, even even without fans. Like it, it makes it watching the Serie A this weekend. Like as exciting as some of the games were, not having that that sound honestly added a, a boring element to it. And to be honest with you, I'm not even surprised that out of the the four big leagues playing right now, the Serie A is the one that dropped. Do you want fake sound though? Like it's not. Yes. It's not yes. Real- Yes, I do want fake sound. I 100 percent want fake sound. Did you see? And I think I think the rest of the rest of the the Twitter sphere would agree. Did you see? I don't know if it was in Spain. I think like a week ago, they they fucked up, or they, they being the people controlling the audio. I think yeah, but that's all. That's another they, added they, element. No, but I think they fucked up when a goal when a goal didn't go in, and they they played it anyway. They played a goal. <laughs> they they played a bunch of fans going absolutely yeah. going absolutely going absolutely mental. Um, <laughs> that's go, the go, point go, in it. What what do they, what do they say? Go, in, the, in the UK, I think they say going local. Go look, going absolutely local. I don't know. I could be totally misusing that. I think it could also be a. I think it could also be something people say when they refer to going to their local pub. Oh, oh I might am going down to local, yeah. Um, but yeah, bro. People, the fans were going absolutely mental. Going up the fans, local. the fans. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, it was, <laughs> the audio of the fans and it wasn't even. I mean, the ball didn't even cross the line. It's like in hockey when you watch uh, when you're watching when you're in a, when you're in a stadium and then the uh, the red light goes off when uh, when a goal doesn't actually go in. And you hear the goal horn for like half a second. For like half a second, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, CGI fans aren't it for me, man. I th- to be fair, I think they only did it. In that the was Copa only in the final. only, yeah, only in the Copa, only in the it was, Copa. It was, just a, it was just weird overall, but but I don't know. I'm just like I don't like the, the sound does for me add it does add an an, an entertainment element to it, and like, like I said, like Serie A, oftentimes when it comes to like broadcast, like like forward thinking when it comes to broadcasting and all that shit, they tend to be behind the ball, so. Behind the ball, behind the eight ball, behind, behind uh, the eight ball, yeah, behind uh, the whatever, eight ball, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, and kind of disappointed about that, but hopefully they'll fix that soon. Um, but otherwise, we do have games to talk about. Um, Atalanta, Inter, Juve coming out firing right out the gate. Atalanta, in particular, really impressing. I guess that's what happens when uh, Sassuolo don't have Nick Gianelletti as their manager, like they do on Football Manager. First thing I said. Um, that is the first thing you said. In fact, I stole that quote from you, Nick. Uh, Nick, by the way, who had an incredible, an incredible. I mean, just. 
I, I, I know, I don't know, I don't know if this jives well with, with, with listeners, but as long as we're doing our own fucking podcast, we are going to talk about football manager. Fuck you. If you don't like it, uh, Nick had an incredible collapse football manager the other day. I guess you can call it a collapse. Uh, you, what did you tie? You tied spal nil nil or one, one. Yeah. Something like that. It was one, one. Oh, it was one, one. I remember because you got 16 shots on target and the spal goalkeeper, I don't know if it was Gomi, made, made 15 saves. We're almost, a, almost a world record in football. But uh, so yeah, you, pointed out to me that t- you, you pointed out to me that Tim Howard's record of 16 saves against Belgium in the World Cup was a record, I think. I yeah, world, world Cup record. Or, world Cup yeah. record. Yeah, so. so uh, Put stuff into perspective. I was mad. I was genuinely mad at that. Football but, manager does that on purpose. So they, 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 they take the piss. They, ha- they take the piss and they have people breaking records on purpose just to drive people absolutely up a wall. Um, but yeah, man, um, it's a little bit weird recording this now because we actually can technically record this whenever the fuck we want because there are games happening like every day now. There's no, there's no set schedule of uh, just weekend games. It's a couple of games per day. So, um, so far, games that have taken place uh, have, been, have been many, as we mentioned, Atalanta. Uh, taught Sassuolo 3-0. You, uh, uh, Inter- it's it's going to be hard. It's going to be, as the weeks go on, it's going to be hard essentially trying to, trying to line track. up episodes with, 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 with games because as we're recording today on the 23rd, there were four games today. So yeah, exactly. That, well, you know what also pisses me off when you look in the table and you can never see the same amount of games being played by the same, yeah. by the, by the, the same teams, by all the teams. And you got to do the mental math in your head and you're like, wait, like, we're like, we're ahead of them, but we're only ahead of them by, by two points. So if, if Napoli wins, but then this team loses, or are we, you know, uh, we keep that, we keep the math for school and for work. I don't want to have to complete, deal with that yeah, shit. Yeah. I completely fucked up by the way. Atalanta won four, one. They didn't want, they didn't win three, you know, thanks for correcting me there, Nick Gentiletti. No um, but, uh, but yeah, they, 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 they won by three goals. Yes. Inter, Inter uh, beat Sampdoria 2-1. Urabia uh, scored a crazy free kick at the end of the game. He won me a bet, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, I had both teams to score, and he scored an absolutely cheeky free kick. At the you, you were 2-0 for, uh, for your bets on the weekend, eh? You yes, had, sir. We had, uh, and, uh, we had Inter beating Samp, and uh, yeah, both teams to score in uh, Sassuolo, Atalanta. Lautaro Martinez looked sharp in that Inter game, man. He looked really sharp. It looks like he wants to play for Barca. Terrific news for Inter fans this week, though, as apparently the Gazzetta reported that he may not leave. Um, and if he doesn't... Convincing. He doesn't, <laughs> convincing rumor. He may I, not leave. If, well, it's, it's up in the air. I mean, for a while, it seemed almost certain that he was leaving, and now apparently Inter may try to renew him. And, and I'll say this. If he doesn't leave, although as a Juve fan, I'd love to see him leave because it would be... I mean, I, I'd love to see Inter fans just lose their absolute collective minds over, over him joining Barca. But... If he doesn't leave, just from a neutral standpoint, I want him to post uh, just a tweet, just a tweet, no context, just a link to that video of uh, Jordan Belfort and the Wolf of Wall Street played by Leonardo DiCaprio going, you know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. And everyone just goes, ah! Everyone loses their minds. Unreal scene. I think, didn't Charlie Austin do that a couple of years ago? When he, when he wasn't leaving? Uh, rec- no, not a couple of years ago. That was very recently. It I think was that like was like within the last ago. year. Yeah, no, I think it was yeah. within yeah. the last year. About Southampton, um, but yeah. I, I know Inter have, um, what's his name? The Esposito, the, the, the prospect, right? At, at striker who's, who's supposed to be, well, not supposed to be. He's very talented. And yeah. if Lautaro were to leave, obviously, like that's, that's, what, that's a good talent to, to still have within the system. But just seeing the way that he plays with Lukaku, especially like, 
I don't know. I don't know if I'm thinking too much into it, but like they probably didn't speak the same language when the season started, like a Belgian and an Argentine. Like, I think Lukaku really... speaks like Lukaku speaks like other Actually, languages right. too. Lukaku's I don't know if he speaks Lukaku's Spanish. Very, or yeah, he's very cultured. So maybe he did speak Italian. But the point I was making was like two guys who probably didn't really cross paths in their footballing careers before and have become like good friends off the pitch, allegedly. They also live pretty close to each other. I think I saw close to each yeah. other and they wake up. Yeah. And they just link up really well and complement each other. That would be that'd be a big blow if if Lautaro left. Um, Milan on uh, on the Rossonero side of things, just uh, just you know, to, to kind of throw you a bone here, you guys uh, you guys won four one over uh, over Lecce. Uh, I I do not remember the last time we scored three goals in a game. Not I wasn't not even four. I mean, yeah, not even four. I don't remember the last time we scored three goals in a game. Definitely not this year. I, I I don't even remember if last year at one point actually no I think at one point this year there was like a crazy game that we played against Bologna where it finished like three two or some shit like that it was, it was something crazy but like four goals like I I know it's obviously not a common scoreline in in soccer but like we were on twenty eight goals the whole year and we scored four I don't know if you want to do some quick math quick math by twenty eight but. Uh, but uh, I believe that's one seventh one seventh <laughs> of your goals came yeah, in. Yeah, it, it is. Um. Another quick shout out to Andrea Bellotti today. Uh, today, Tonino Birudinese bounced back uh, and scored the long goal after missing a penalty at the weekend against Parma. Uh, gotta say, Luigi Seppe. I don't know if you saw this game, bro, or the highlights. I don't know if you watched it live. I, I was watching it live, but the, the I saw the replay. I saw the replay. Oh my god, what a heroic performance! I mean, Simone Zadza just missed a ter- just missed a super clear chance from like six yards out, but Seppe came up with an unreal save. Uh, one of his defenders, pretty 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 shambolically shamefully just ripped down i don't know who i don't know if it was you or if you ripped down beninger or you ripped the tonino player to the to the ground in the box awarded a straight penalty and, and uh Sepe, excuse me Sepe proceeded to step up and say belotti's penalty so uh good on good on andrea belotti for bouncing back but uh luigi Sepe, man um just a I don't know if random observation me. but he, he was third string goalkeeper at napoli and i'm so happy to see him starting a pot yeah. right now man um, also, I, I'm so happy to see he has hair. He always had a shaved head when he was at Napoli. Bro, even uh, after, I thought he was bald. Young, why do people who have hair choose to be bald? I'll never I don't. I that. don't. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. And Golo Kante came back to Chelsea training several weeks ago. Yeah, but an that, afro. That, that hairline was pretty. Uh, was pretty rough. Same was it? Super okay. Mane. Yeah, but Mane's was terrible. I, but I, I don't mean, know. Like, if, I don't know if it's just me, but there's some kind of uh, like comical amusement that I get. I'm not disrespecting Luigi Seppe. Like he's obviously not like a top tier goalkeeper, but just seeing like a random like mid table goalkeeper having the game of his life, which is like making fourteen goalkeepers playing out of love, his body. I just I love, find it so love, funny. I don't know why you have the thing with goalkeepers. I don't know if it's cause, if it's because you played that one season of beer league as a goalkeeper, but there's. There's this affinity with Sepe. There's every time an African keeper does something eccentric, you you lose your mind. A hundred percent. And then there was your your affinity with Sorrentino. I don't know if it's because maybe you have daddy issues and he well, looks identical no, to your father. Uh, no, but uh, that's, that's fucked up. But uh, Stefano no. Sorrentino. We we've talked about this, right? Stefano Sorrentino, identical. Ident- looks I- looks identical to Mr. I, no, I, I, I that that's still that's still a, an argument that we've had. Which by which by the way, a lot of people have asked. No, but just for, the, but for the for the record, we're not going to post any pictures. Nick Nick is Nick is adamant that he that he doesn't look like his father. Mister Genaletti Nelson himself doesn't think that he looks like uh like he like he looks like Stefano. Maybe Sonny. some similar features. But the I same, think he does. My father, my father, who knows your father, agree agrees. We won't be posting, despite a lot of people's requests for us to do so. We will not be posting 
any pictures of Nick's dad because he's a respected member of the community and we are it's gonna a podcast. Cost you. That, it's going to cost you. And we're a podcast that uses the C word and can't, and, 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 and just frequently misuses. Hey, every, everyone has a price. Everyone but, has a price. Uh, yeah. So, so anyway, maybe we, yeah. maybe we could, maybe we could crowdfund uh, a post, uh, post a picture of my dad uh, campaign or some shit. I'm down. But, I'm uh, down. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just see, just seeing like, uh, like, Again, I'm not disrespecting Sepe, but just seeing like a random goalkeeper having the, the most out-of-body experience, like, you know, shouting at his back line after he makes that 13th save or whatever. Just, I don't know. There's something about it. There's something, there's nothing like it, really. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Like, just think quick. of the most funny, random, extreme goalkeeper, like, moments that you've thought of where, like, a, a rando has made, like, the most, like, like, I don't know. Just, like, even before, like, Dragovsky became somewhat of a respected keeper in air quotes. I still think he, like, he might be a little bit overrated, but like, you know. This Definitely is- aided by the fact that he's number 69. Definitely. Yeah, you know, like, whatever. Gains him maybe, a lot of respect. A, maybe it's a me thing. I, 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 I may have just been preaching to, a, to an abyss right there. But Greek. What is it, preaching? My podcast, yeah. I don't care. Um, so, so look, I, I wanted to point out also, um, big shout out to, Na- to, not to Napoli, excuse me. Well, yes, yeah, shout out to them winning the Copa. Fuck you, I love you, but I love you as a people, but fuck you for beating, uh, for beating my team. And for, and for humiliating us, but that's, that's actually not what I meant to say. I wanted to say shout-out to Cagliari, bro. Shout-out to Cagliari for today, finally getting a win. Your boy, uh, Giovanni Simeone, scoring uh, an injury-time winner. Um, I mean, the, 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 the reaction of the players, absolutely unreal. Yeah, anytime you get, you get, a, you get, a, late, you get a late winner, you, you're going to have a crazy reaction. But there's a lot more to it than this. Um, because Cagliari had not won a game in all of 2020. And in fact, they have not won a game since the month of December, including the Coppa Italia, they have lost or tied 13 consecutive games. And they had lost uh, four consecutive, I believe, going back to before quarantine. Now, yes, I know that saying they haven't won in 2020 is not what it would have been. Uh, I mean, had, had, had we had a full season until yeah, you're, June. You're, you're, you're like that but, guy on, on at 12.01 on January 1st saying, I haven't showered since last year. A little bit, but they still hadn't, they still hadn't won a game in 13 matches. And I know... I know uh, my boy Luca Pellegrini, Juve, Juve Loni, was really uh, was really rattled about it. I'm sure most of those players were, but I know he was he was posting about it on Instagram a lot. It's like, you know, you could tell, right? Like, like yeah, you know, you're a footballer. You want you want to post after every single game. You want you know you want to you want to post content. But at a certain point, like if you're losing games, you feel like shit. Probably doing it, um, which is why it's all the more funny when Petania posts after he scores goals, even though Spaller in the relegation zone. Uh, but I digress. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, yeah, shout out to uh, Cagliari. Um, so look, Nick, before we get to our interview with Farhad, a couple of quick things I want to get to. I want to get to uh, Hero and Stronzo of the Week, uh, naturally. Uh, and I also, but also really quick, I want to, I want to bring up uh, a, quick, a quick crusade. Uh, my, 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 my newest crusade. I'm declaring this an official crusade of the podcast. Um, we have officially decided. Is crusade like a, a no, no, no kind of term? These no, days? no. No, it's 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 a, it's a it's a real word just because there were crusades where people were killed doesn't okay. mean we're just killed. just asking just we're not, asking we're not just killing asking. no 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 it's it's a, it's ask. it's a word it's a it's a word in the dictionary gotcha chief our newest crusade as a podcast is people on Twitter people on cultural Twitter let's say specifically because I think this is a this is I don't know if other people do this maybe it's because we follow more people on that post about Italian football but people on Twitter that post uh, layups saying name your all-time uh favorite who's who's the most legendary player to ever play for your team or least least creative tweet or name or name yeah yeah, or just yeah favorite all-time player or 
you know, best player to play for any of these teams. We saw a tweet the other day. Uh, and then, and then, and then, biggest goal. legend, biggest goal. legend from yeah, goal biggest, with the with the emoji uh, pointing downwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the the, the finger the finger pointing down. Exactly. We saw a tweet the other day. Uh, biggest biggest legend ever played for Juve, Milan, Inter, Napoli, Lazio, Roma, and other. Um, we've officially decided as a podcast collectively, and Nick and I consulted with the Council of Elders. We've decided that anytime we see any such tweet, we have made it our official duty to give a troll response. So you ask us who's the best player to ever play for Milan. Hakim Mastur. Like, you know, who's your favorite player to ever play for Milan? Daniele Bonera. Who's Kevin Constant. Exactly. We're going to give you a fucking response. You want, you want an answer? We'll give you an answer. We're going to give you an answer that's way more interesting than what I urge, And I urge everyone who agrees with us to do that on every other tweet that you see as well. This is, this is a call to action. If anyone ever goes for that low-hanging fruit just to try to get an interaction, you fucking get at them with the craziest, stupidest response you can. And... I think I saw the other day, we have over 2,000 tweets. I'm not about to go through every single tweet we've ever, we've ever posted. If you have more time on your hands than we do, and you want to go through every one of our tweets, and you want to find a tweet like that that we may have posted, we are officially distancing ourselves from that tweet. But I am, I'm, willing to bet, I'm willing to go on record and say, I don't think we have ever tweeted anything like that, and never will. Um, yeah, so, so newest crusade of the pod, important announcement. Uh, yeah, press conference over. Um, so, 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 yeah. Um, Let's get to Stronzo and Heroes. I'll start. I'll start with my Stronzo. Actually. Go with your Stronzo, yeah. My Stronzo is uh, Stronzo of the podcast in general. Uh, for those of you who've been listening for a while, a while. Uh, my Stronzo of the week is Juan Jesus for uh, comments that he had made on Instagram. He actually got fined by Roma, I believe. He he may actually not even get called up for the game tomorrow, Wednesday the twenty fourth, because of it. Um, so Roma on their main Instagram account it's the, it's the excuse it's the excuse Fonseca was looking for not to play that garbage motherfucker seriously um, if anyone doesn't know the context of the, if anyone doesn't know the context I, I, I met Juan Jesus in Montreal a couple of years ago and he was an absolute he was an absolute prick uh, so until or unless I ever come across him in a professional setting a that would actually help the podcast help the podcast or my career I am uh, I'm, I'm swearing off I'm boycotting I'm boycotting Juan Jesus. And, well, uh, well, you know what? The, the, the Roma fans don't like him either. So, so Roma's official Instagram account had posted uh, some kind of post saying uh, whatever, like countdown until the season resumes or something like that. And he wasn't included in the picture. There was like a bunch of players. And he sarcastically left a comment on the Instagram page saying uh, something along the lines of uh, the, the article I'd, I'd read about uh, paraphrased. I never actually went to go look at what he wrote, but it's something along the lines of, I must mean a lot to the team or something like that, or you must have trust in me. Some like super self-conscious, like petty comment. And the Roma fans came right for his neck saying that he should leave. You, you know, hate to see that kind of small dick energy. You given that he, he hardly plays and apparently he's on a big wage. I don't, I don't know what he earns. And then he answered the people that came at his neck saying, like, you really think my salary is causing this club problems? You, did you skip math lessons or some shit like that? Are you that? kidding me? That's so funny because that's exactly what he said to us. That's exactly what he said to me and Mango when we saw him. Uh, outside the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Rome. Basically, I said, hey, so go to chirp. I said, go to chirp. I said, hey, what's going on? Where, uh, where are you going out for dinner, you know? Because I just wanted to give a recommendation and say, oh, no shit, okay, I know that place. You know what? They have good this there. I know, you know I pride myself on knowing my fucking city. Um, what does he respond when I ask, where are you going? I'm just chatting with him on the street, you know? Fuck me, you're in, you're, you know, you're in Montreal. People are trying to speak to you. 
Um, to be fair, Allison Becker was next to him, and I, 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 I didn't even recognize him. I you probably didn't even know who he was. I didn't, I didn't even know who Allison was. It was like 2016, and I think he, he was a backup keeper at the time, so kind of hilarious that I was like, hey, whoa, Juan, how you doing? And I like fucking totally disregarded Allison. I was like, oh, yeah, who are you, dude? Um, but, uh, but yeah, I asked him, where are you going to dinner? And he's like, you want to know where we live, where we eat, motherfucker? Like, this guy, he has, yes, serious. He's like a... What a miserable piece of shit, he, he's, he's like a Rottweiler that was mistrained as a kid. Like, he, he just... He's like miserable. He's, he's miserable. He goes full Brian Griffin on Family Guy, and he goes, like, <laughs> as soon as you come uh, at him. Just miserable, and, and he sucks. So, fuck you, Juan. So, I, so I, have no issue, I have no issue saying, fuck you, Juan mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, sure, no, why not? Um, so, so, okay, I like that. My Thrones of the Week is another Brazilian... Um, but much higher quality, though. Uh, he's still a defender, though. But you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. I know. I know what you're gonna had. go with, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say. He's I knew you were gonna say that. If you're gonna tell me that Danilo quality. is not a much better player than Juan Jesus, you're off your fucking rocker. Well, he, you're not. You're not setting the bar too ter- high. You're not setting the bar too high, to be honest. But, but Danilo had a week from hell. He's my Thrones of the week. Missed a penalty in the Coppa Italia fi- in the Coppa Italia final, but not like. He did like his best regular- Bonucci. He did his best Bonucci impression uh, against. Was it against Germany where he skied the penalty over the net? No, Bonucci. Bonucci scored a penalty. No, he missed one earlier in the game too. You remember in play, he missed one in. in Bonucci play. scored the penalty against Germany that sent the game to extra time. Okay, and time. then he missed. Then he skied it in extra. He did. Time. He did not. You're thinking of Simone Zaza. You're thinking of Zaza, bro. Zaza with the fucking with the fucking tip. I was. Are the say- Confeds maybe? Confe- I don't remember. I remember Bonucci skying a, a penalty. Maybe it was the Confeds because I actually think I remember yeah. him skying a so penalty. It so definitely was wasn't in 2016. It was the it year was, before. Year before. Yeah, yeah. yeah semantics. No, no. Semantics. Semantics. No, he pulled a Zaza. I think anytime you sky a penalty, it's. I mean, to be disrespectful to say it's pulling a Bajo, it's pulling a Zaza now because, <laughs> uh, because, uh, because we lost it because we lost the game and because it was it was a t- he towed up and yeah that was a that was and a made brutal. made a gif out of himself. That was a brutal uh, penalty. Not only not only that, but he he came on uh, against Bologna and got himself sent off within like 30 minutes. So, motherfucker, Alexandro is hurt. Uh, we have DeShilio already starting at left back. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Now, now, uh, now, we, now we got our right back sent off for the next game. So, so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Quadrado, bro. Youth team, but... Quadrado, bro. Quadrado. So, so yeah, Danilo is uh, Thrones of the Week for me. Um, That's a good one. My Hero of the Week... I've got a couple here, okay? Quick shout is... Okay, so can I do one? Because you're going to cut me probably out of one of mine. I know you probably will because it was all over Twitter. So uh, my hero of the week is going to go to Ante Rebic for the gesture that he pulled during the uh, Milan-Lecce game yesterday. Um, uh, There was a a noticeably heartbroken uh, ball boy. I'll I'll start with that behind the net uh, after Rebic scored the goal that made the game 3-1. Uh, and this uh, so-called ball boy is actually a, 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 a young player. I think he was 19 years old, who's been in the uh, Lecce Youth Academy for five years, I believe. And apparently he was visibly distraught seeing his team get absolutely destroyed on, uh, on home soil. So he was looking kind of sad behind the net. So Rebic broke all social distancing rules in a nice gesture and went, uh, went to the lad behind the net and gave him a nice hug. I don't know if that I don't know if that made him happy to, to be honest with you because like the guy would just fucking put your your team to the sword was probably gonna get relegated. It's coming and give you a hug. It's kind of a kind of a, a fuck cuck. you to that's be honest. Cuck. That's a cock. But uh, nice gesture nonetheless. So that's my uh, that's my hero of the week. And I know that was probably uh, 
That's probably one of yours, so I have to get it out of the way. It actually wasn't. I was going to give a quick shout to Gattuso for, for bouncing back after the personal tragedy that he underwent and motivating his Napoli team to beat Juve in the Coppa Italia final and beat Hellas Verona today uh, to a nil, but more critically to beat Juve in the Coppa Italia final. Meant a lot to the people of, Na- of, the people of Naples, the city of Napoli, uh, and they deserved it way more than us. They, they, looked, they looked incredible in that game. We looked like absolute dog shit. They looked like Juve, and we looked like Napoli, as in the, 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 the smaller team that should, have, that should have shriveled up to the occasion. But nope. He had his boys step up to the occasion, and I'm, uh, I'm happy for him personally. I'm pissed we lost, but I'm happy for him and that team. Um, second hero of the week is more of a, more of a, a little less of a quick shot. This is probably, and I know this is it's a terrible look. I'm giving, I'm giving a quick shot to Gattuso for overcoming a personal tragedy and for, for inspiring his team to a, to a triumphant victory, and I'm giving a, my legit full-on uh, 100% hero of the week to a guy who got his who got his dick sucked on a boat, but uh, I'm giving it to Teo Hernandez. Alleg- allegedly, 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 I'm giving my uh, I'm giving my hero of the week to Teo Hernandez for good luck uh, on you. For, show, uh, show where your values lie. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, on a yacht, getting uh, getting uh, getting an adult act from a, from a tattooed bad thing with fully bleached hair, taken in the Italian summer. Um, I, listen, I mean, I mean, good for him for getting some action. Um, but it's just more the fact that, 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 that he provided – he's a hero for providing us with a, with, a, with a great photo op that we can laugh at. Like, that's the sort of shit that we love to break. 100%. That's, that's the reason that we have this podcast is to just see stuff like that and laugh about it on Twitter. Uh, so hero to him. And the last one, um, quick shout to Nick Gentiletti for, for absolutely just not giving any fucks in life right now. About, 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 about the fact that Corona's going on. He's living Vita Bella. I, I dropped off. You may notice that his, his audio is, is noticeably better this week um, because he's got a microphone. I brought him a mic at long last um, after a couple of weeks of him having no mic to his house. So it's Saturday. I know you like the, I know you like to hog the mics, but you have to give one over. So, so I brought a mic over to Nick Gentiletti's house. I knock on the door. I actually, I actually meant to bring this up at the start of the pod. So I'm just going to give you a shout out now in the Hero of the Week section. Um, I knock on the door. Gentiletti comes to the door looking like fu- he's just fucking he, – he's really promulgating that narrative that he is, that he is Tony Montana. I remember a, a couple of weeks – a couple of months back when he was in Honduras just having like more decadent meals every, uh, every week. Uh, he, was having, he was having king crab legs and he was coming back having lobster bisque, uh, lobster bisque on a Tuesday night. And Ali and I were giving him a hard time. Well, Nick Gentiletti opens the door. Green – like green crazy print bowling shirt buttoned not buttoned fucking completely unbuttoned down to the last two buttons chest hair just fully exposed rose tinted rose tinted lenses uh gold chain gold chain with madonna maria uh just 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 flopping all over the place i couldn't believe it and i was planning on rocking the exact same look on father's day the next day and i did uh so same thing bowling shirt buttoned up uh, chunky sneakers, yellow fucking tinted vintage frames. Uh, and you know what, Nick Gentiletti, you're a hero for inspiring for, for, ins- I mean, for one, for you didn't inspire my look Sunday. As I said, I was gonna, I was gonna rock it anyway, but yeah, for, you, have, you, have to, you have to clear that up. For, clear for, that yeah. Up. For, I, I, you know, you're, you, you don't occupy you're that a man. Much. You're a man of independent thought. You don't, you don't occupy that much rent free space in my brain, but you, Only a couple uh, square meters. No, but, but, but you, but you, uh, you made me, you, you made, you reminded me that, that we are, I think, undoubtedly and unequivocally the best looking and uh, most stylish podcast out there. I, I think, like, fucking up there. Like, if, like honest, honestly, someone, maybe we'll have, to do the, we'll have to do this after the pod, but just chop up an image of Nick and I together in our outfits on the weekend, compare it with, like, 
an outfit that Pierluigi Golin and Andrea Petagna probably have worn at some point in the past year. And, and it's great because, you know, Senate we're mediocre, they're mediocre. It exactly. All, it all, exactly, exactly. We're ball, they're ballers, we're not really, but we like to pretend we are, think we are. Uh, yeah, send it to Perez Hilton, man. He, he won't be able to tell the difference. He'll be posting about us in no time, about the Calcio podcast. I'm in. Uh, okay, why don't we take it away to, uh, to Farhad of, uh, of the Juve podcast. We'll also get to our segment. Uh, again, the, uh, the five aside of players you'd most want to quarantine with. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, enjoy two Juventini ranting about a certain chain smoker. Let's, Let's do go. it. We are so happy to welcome Farhad, host of the Juve podcast from Turin Giants. Uh, follow them at Juve Podcast on Twitter. Uh, probably the biggest English Juve podcast on the entire planet. He's had some serious guests on. Um, of course, Rav from UVFC.com. Uh, recently had Romeo Agresti, uh, big, big time, big J journal in, uh, in Torino. Um, of course, this is, uh, this is probably going to be a little bit, I mean, it's a good thing we have Nick Gentiletti here to moderate uh, as the neutral, the neutral Swiss party between uh, the, the, nu- the neutral and air quotes. <laughs> um, because Farhad and I are probably going to, are probably going to go off on a couple of things uh, over the next, over the next little bit. I'll steer the uh, ship when the uh, when the waters start to get rough. But yeah, but yeah, super excited to have Farhad on the podcast. What's up, guys, welcome to uh, the Calcio podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are too kind, man. I mean, this introduction just gave me goosebumps. Um, I, uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys. We 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 have had some fun on the Juve podcast. You know, we kind of started a new thing with Rav uh, Turin Giants podcast, and yeah, I mean, it's, what else? What else can you ask for, man? Just talk some Juve. You know, and uh, let's do it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous, man. You don't have to be nervous, man. I mean, I'm the one who should be nervous. I've been listening to you since I'm like 19 years old, but uh, I appreciate uh, it, man. Yeah, we, we were um, we were vibing it before, and now that you hit the re- you know record button, let me just get the jitters out of the way because yeah. I don't know what happened. The big, the big lights are on, yeah, no problem at all. I mean, right, 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 geez, uh, for had was saying before that, that that right after quarantine started, day drinking got old real quick, but I but I mean, I if, if it makes if it makes you feel better, I mean, I encourage you to I encourage you to go nuts right now just get you can get drunk with us man no problem no stress i appreciate uh, you man so so we have a lot to talk about here because because syria well, calcio in general um officially resumed about a week ago now about a week ago shout out <laughs> um is he out of jail? Here, here, here's a test here's a test of your rap knowledge i know you don't have much time but do you know where that uh where that phrase came from if you're ah. a fan of the 90s hip-hop, you'd know, no? So Nick and I are both born in 1997, which we, which we seem right. to have to remind almost every host that we have. We, we use it as an excuse for our... We use, we have on. We use yeah. it as an excuse for our ignorance. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so, exactly. No. And it always, always works. So. <laughs> well, technically, that song came out in 1996, so you should have known that. That was Jay-Z. The song was called about a week ago or something like that. It was okay. basically everything was okay just a week ago, but then my homie got locked up started snitching on me so it's it's a pretty deep song you probably you probably yeah. have like you probably have like a bunch of a bunch of listeners born in the 80s and 90s just punching the air right now like just wanting wanting to kill us but it's yeah open, so, it's, it's, it's a pretty niche um it's a deep rap, cut it's a deep cut for sure <laughs> but uh yeah so so city i resumed a week ago culture resumed a week ago and juve uh kicked things off in the coppa italia just edging by milan making it to the final playing against napoli an inspired napoli team as Gennaro Gattuso uh, had recently undergone a personal tra- tragedy, and he seemed to have he seemed to have his entire team motivated. And Juve, um, 
looked very uninspired in the Copa final a week ago. A lot to talk about here, uh, here Farhad, because mm-hmm. um, look, we're, we're recording this on Tuesday, uh, June 23rd. You were returned to action in Serie A yesterday, beat Bologna 2-0. Looked pretty good. Bernardeschi had probably his best game in a year. Resurgence. It was the resurgence I, of Bernardeschi. I was, del- I was delighted to see that, but I'm still pissed off. Um, the cover of the cover of Gazzetta this morning was Di, Di Baldo, I think, um, saying mm-hmm. the, the 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 fantastic duo is back together. I I'm gonna I'm gonna go on I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that's fucking propaganda. Shit is not all shit is not all fine and dandy. I'm still pissed yeah. off about I'm still pissed off about last week um, because Juve lost to Coppa Italia four two on penalties to Napoli. And it was a very underwhelming performance for Hyde. What, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the game, just overall, before we get into kind of talking about coaching? Um, I just hate that they played as if they didn't want to win. You know what I mean? We're, we're so used to Juve being 100%. And now we're just like, we're just like, okay, well, you think it's a final. You think they want to win it. But it was sort of just like passing back. Nobody wants to take that responsibility. A uh, couple of moments here and there. Um, it's like as if they wanted, wanted it to go to penalties and then kind of take care of business. But instead, our coach puts in Danilo, who, who's had like the worst two games you can possibly imagine in the last couple of games. Um, penalties, half the job is, is putting, you, you know, players up there that, that will score. You don't put a player there thinking he might miss, Right. So what's Danilo doing there? I'm still mad about that one. Look. And then, you know, instead of, instead of, what's the word I'm looking for? Instead of redeeming himself, basically. No, he, he, he dug the hole even deeper the other day. The Yesterday, he dug the hole even deeper against Bologna. Can, yeah. But I, can, can I curse on this? I'm, I'm not trying to get oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could fucking no, curse fuck all you fucking shit. want, man. I mean, <laughs> punch, yeah, go. That's, a, go. That's, a, that's, a good, that's a good little change of pace because <laughs> I got, uh, I, from, I, like three or four years ago, I got a complaint from one of like, I don't remember where a guy was from, Pakistan or India, I remember. You know, he's like, I, I listen to the podcast with my kids in the car. Can you not curse? And my, my podcast brother, Giovanni, he, he loves to let it loose every once in a while. So ever since then, I've been trying to be careful. But it's, it's nice to get back to the, to the I basics. Mean, I mean, if, like, you, if, you, know the, you know the meme where it's like me on LinkedIn and then me on, uh, on Twitter? <laughs> that's, that's us on the Culture Podcast yeah, or the me on yeah. Twitter. So or, me, or, 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 me on, or me on Tinder. Um, <laughs> even, 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 even more vulgar. But yeah, look, Farhad, you, you touched on a couple of really key points there. Um, you talked about how just, just in the penalty shootout on its own, we arguably did not put our best penalty takers up. Um, you know, I, I, listen, I don't know, I don't know how, how the players were doing in, 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 in training. I would assume that they probably practiced penalties and maybe Danilo was doing better than, 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 than some midfielders or attacking players that you would expect to take, to, to take penalties. But you're not going to tell me that he's a better penalty taker than Cristiano Ronaldo. Now, well, okay, but this, I knew you were going to th- say that. Ronaldo here's the thing. put himself fifth. Like here's, he the thing. Does, right? so- here's the thing. I love Cristiano. I love Cristiano. I hate I hate that he always has to be the fucking hero at the end who rips off his shirt and steals the headlines and be the guy who takes the game-winning penalty because it's fucked over his team a couple of times. I remember it happened in Euro 2012. Same thing mm-hmm. when Ramos pulled a Pirlo uh, a week after Pirlo chipped England. A lot of people forget Ramos did the same thing. And Cristiano didn't even get to take a penalty. I remember that penalty shootout. And I, and I couldn't help but think, what the hell is he thinking? Like, why is he shooting last? It doesn't make any sense. Ideally, well, you want to get... Really, no, no, no. But I mean, I, I kind of disagree with you there because you want a clutch player at the end. And it seems like Dybala should score a penalty. You know what I mean? I don't care if you're, if you're doing magnificent 
you know, uh, beautiful turns and, and scoring goals against Bologna. When it comes down to it, he's missed a, he's missed a penalty in the uh, Super Cup, right? Against yeah, Donnarumma. Donnarumma, I think he was 17 years old when he saved that penalty. On, that, that was amazing. Um, and and yeah. now this, just unacceptable. Penalties should be scored. But... You know, so so look. The reason I the reason I want to get you on, Farhad. The reason I wanted to get you on. The reason I'm happy you're on here is because I as soon as soon as we lost last week, I told Nick, okay, scrap whoever we had planned. We need to get a Juve guy on. We need. I need somebody to yell with and to <laughs> always, and to and to always have. Always happy, man. Always happy. But no, but, but no, but legit. I need somebody. I need somebody to have a back and forth with, like just for my sanity. I need to be. I need to be able to kind of just have someone agree with me and talk about all the shit that they're upset about because I had so much on my mind after that game. Talk to me. Because talk like, to me, buddy. Let us know how you really but, feel. But look, so. here's the thing. You you talked about how we didn't have a winning mentality, and I think that comes down to the manager right? It absolutely has to. And it's such, it's low hanging fruit, right? Because everyone says Mauricio Sarri is not a winner, but bear, bear in mind for a second. Okay. Like Sarri is somebody who, and I don't know, what, what do they call it? Is this ageism? Is that really a thing? But I think that Mauricio Sarri, a guy who was coaching Empoli when he was 60 years old. Okay. Arguably, probably yeah, I know he had success at Napoli after, and I know he went to Chelsea and won the Europa League. Yeah, whatever the fuck. I still don't think that he should be managing Juve. I think once you hit 60 years old, if you haven't managed a bigger club than Empoli, you're never going to be with it. He's a good footballing brain. He's an ideologue. We had Nima Tavali Rutsari on the pod last week who was talking about how Sadi's an ideologue and has his way of playing. And, and uh, you know, that's great for him. But his way of playing has not won him anything important. Uh, and... You know, if, if, if you're managing Empoli at 40 years old, you know, you're an up and coming manager who has a lot, who has a lot of, who has a lot to, who has a lot to offer, for, who has a lot to offer for the, who has a lot to offer to the game for the next 20 years. Fine. You know what? I'll, I'll roll the dice on you. I'm more impressed with that pedigree. But the fact that he was where he was when he was, I think is indicative of the fact that he's probably just like, I think he was a guy that was a bit over his head at Chelsea and now at Juve. Mm -hmm. And I'm convinced beyond a reasonable doubt that as long as we have him in a final, we can never be confident that we're going to win it because he doesn't seem to have that, that, that switch that he could just turn on and say, okay, boom, big game. I got big game players. I'm a big game manager. I'm going to inspire he's them. Got, in the he's, got, that he's, got no, he's got no big dick energy, basically. That's what he's trying to say. Well, yeah. you know what? You know what? No. And in fact, I'm going to go, but I'm going to go a step further and say he's the cuck of the week, uh, a, seg <laughs> a segment that we often have. No, but uh, a segment that we often do when there is a very obviously – a worthy candidate of such a title. Can, can, it, can it be Danilo this time around? And Danilo's, Danilo's actually our Thrones of the Week. Nick and I got to that before, before your interview. We, 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 <laughs> your Thrones of the Week, son. He's, he's, my thrones, he's my Thrones of the Week for having missed the penalty and then got a, got a red card. But no, Arizu Sari is a cuck of the week. And he, he, here's, here's why. Not only does he go into this game absolutely hated by Napoli and Napoli fans, who have a Juve complex and who want nothing more in life than to beat Juve. And let, all due respect to Napoli, okay? They're, 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 they're a great club. I love that city. I was in Napoli a year ago, almost to the day. It's my favorite city on planet Earth besides the city where I was born and raised, okay? I love the people. They're beautiful people. But they have a Juve complex. Juve are a bigger club than Napoli. If they won the Coppa Italia, they would not be celebrating in the streets. Napoli won the Coppa Italia and they were celebrating like they had won the World Cup. Because all they care to do is beat Napoli. Add to that the fact that their former manager, who's from Naples, is now managing Juve. All they want this year is to... Hey, he brought Napoli a cup. He did. At long last. <laughs> but my point is, for him to go into a final against Napoli and have that shambolic a display, Napoli dominated. 
the entire run of play. All the key chances went Napoli's way, and we should have lost. Had it not been for Buffon's heroics at the end. Oh, that was an incredible save. He yeah, turned back to clock on that. So, so Farhad, I know this is a terrible interview here. Like, I'm doing all the talking, and I'm not no, asking no, no, any no, questions. No, bro, but bro, honestly, I've got, I'm loving it. I've got to get this off my chest, and of then it's back, it's back to you. So... The, so the, 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 least, the least of me you hear, the better, believe me, for your listeners. So, so, <laughs> the less of me. So, so we've already lost the final to, to Lazio. We're lo- now, now we lost the final to Napoli with absolutely zero anger, no, no, no desire yeah. to win. And after the game, he has the goal to come out and say, now this is a real quote I'm going to read you, okay? Mm-hmm. You ready for this? He says, this is according to Sky Sports. It is a proud moment for me to see my childhood club lift silverware after such a long period trophy list. Today was yeah. not a good day for Juventus, but I will go to sleep happy. You, my friend, yeah, I've seen, are a I, I've cuck. seen that, and that's yeah, that's that's awful. That's bad that, that made me that that even made me feel a bit uneasy. Like I I I don't even know what to think about that. And and Farad, before I turn it back to you, I wanted to just give my my take on it quickly. Sam, like I, I agree with your conclusion. Even though you say it's low-hanging fruit, I, I do agree with you that uh, that it, it does seem to be a managerial problem. I, I also do think that there there is a little bit of, of, of personnel issue in the midfield, but whatever. Um, we agree. I, I agree with your conclusion. I completely disagree with your your reasoning to your conclusion. Uh, as soon as you, as soon as you started talking about age, the first thing that that came to mind. Even though he hasn't really won anything big yet, Gian Piero yes. Gasperini is. When 60- will he? No, no, Gian Piero Gasperini is sixty-two years old, and I think that he does. He he definitely shows that someone of his age is is able of of uh, of coming up with. I don't know. You were saying that Sari doesn't have these these modern these modern philosophies that is an idea. No, he does have modern philosophies of how the game should be played. My issue is that he does not have a winning mentality. Winning is not at the forefront of his brain. He wants to do it in a certain way. And when you're a winning manager, you have to be able to put aside your fucking ideas and do what has to be done to win a game. And that's ugly. That's that's, what what I like. Even even as a representative of a club, we know you feel this way. We we know you have that attraction to your, as he calls it, his boyhood club. You can say that to your wife. You can say that to, to your friend. But coming out and saying that in the you know out in an interview, sort of sort of bad form. No well, l- let's be honest. He's 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 terrible in the media. He's he's probably one of the worst. Uh, like I don't know if I had to think of all mm-hmm. the of the big clubs in Europe, he's probably one of the worst managers in front of the media. They, everything he seems to say always gets nitpicked apart. It's always like, why did he say that? What is he like? Like what is he saying? Kind of thing. So uh, like I'm not I'm not I'm not that surprised to be honest with you that he came out with another stunner of a quote that's kind of shocking. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, like that—that's the the biggest difference between him and Allegri is Allegri would win ugly, right? And that's that's the mm-hmm. uh, you know the Juve winning isn't everything is the only thing, right? As cringe as that hey, is, even, in my, in my even, uh, even Milan fans know the quote. Come on, man, how great is that? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna—it's it, it, cringe, but uh, but it's a good. It's, <laughs> what, it's, what what kills me is that what kills me is that Juve try to claim it as Boniperti's when like didn't Vince Lombardi use that in the 1950s or 60s? Uh, he was. That's, that's I, mean, right. I, I read that, and I'm a huge Packers fan. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, it's, it's, it's an Amer- it's an Americanized reference uh, for 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 the fans of North America. But yeah, um, yeah, Sadi is not Juve. Like that's my neutral my neutral take on it. Neutral as neutral as I could be is that like Sadi just doesn't embody Juventus. Like Conte and Allegri are obviously two different managers, but at the crux of the crux of their I, I don't know the crux of their of their not their philosophies, but maybe just like their attitudes towards the game. It's 
I don't care about how we're going to win, but we're going to. And so, that's not what's going on right now, obviously. So, Farhad, um, no. I, I want to talk a little about Sadi as, as, as a Juve man or not as a Juve man. When, when, you were, when, when he was appointed, when he was appointed manager, what was your initial reaction? Um, and in your conversations with Giovanni in general, like how, 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 would, how would you describe how you felt? What were your reasonable expectations? And how do you think things have gone so far? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm off my rocker. I think we've lost two finals. Okay, yeah, they're not the most important competitions for you, but I think anytime you're in a final... Why not? Not um, why not? I mean, exactly. It's, what are your it, thoughts? There's, there's, there are levels to cups you want to win, but there's still happiness for the team, happiness for the fans. So I think they should be all taken seriously, except for Supercopa. I always said that it's like a glorified, uh, like a glorified friendly. I'm not that into that cup, but Copa Italia says, you know, I want to win against, uh, against Napoli. And I don't care how you act in interviews as long as you win. And when, it, when shit comes down to it, he's lost a couple of important games, which I am not, I'm not happy about that. So when he, going back to your question, when he was hired, it was, you know, all the talk about Guardiola and all the great, you know, Pochettino kind of like um, appeared here and there in the rumors. And it was similar to, it was similar to, you know, when you're holding a toy gun, you expect a bang, but then a little flag comes out of it when they announced him. It was sort of like that. It's like, oh, okay. So that happened. And we're, we kind of settled again as Juve, as this big, great European you know, club. We're settling for things. And I hate it. I know you have to take an L here and there sometimes. But when it comes to your coach, I feel like you should get the best. They will demand more of the players. And I just don't, just don't seem that – I don't just don't see that – that passion from him that he wants to win. He wants to make the fans happy. I don't know. It's I actually think back me up here. I think he was a great coach for Napoli because Napoli don't have the pressure to win. If he doesn't win, ah, you know, he could, yeah. he, he can come, he can come out, he can come out and say, Oh, well, you know, we played good football. I'm happy with the way they played. And, uh, I, I feel, I feel like to be honest, I actually think any, I don't think any fans would like to hear some of the quotes that he's, that he's, that he's dropped in the media recently. But I think you I mean, could suck it a little bit more if you're Napoli than if you're Juve. Because Juve have a culture and expectation of winning. We have more money. We have more financial power that, that w- w- with which comes a, a high level of expectation, which he has not met. Now, Farhad. Nick, Nick. Chime in, Nick, yeah. I, I, I find that at least like for Napoli, the pressure to win is there within. Like it's not maybe it's not maybe nationwide or even like continent wide, but within the city, like it's there. Like you can't, you like maybe you're trying to trigger some people on purpose. Cause I'm that's, not. De Laurentiis two years ago was delighted that they won. I know, and, and we, got in, we got in shit on Twitter nope. when I said that popping champagne for finishing second is a loser's mentality. Like, I don't necessarily take that back, but, like, uh, like don't go that far. But don't, don't go and say, like, they don't care about Look, winning. my point is, Juve would never go as nuts for a Copa win as Napoli did. Sure, there was an ice sure. cream shop. There was an ice cream shop. You see this gelateria in Naples that said uh, the CR7 ice cream that we have here was basically like they drew a Juve design on, a, on an ice cream. It no says, cups. Yeah, the ice cream. The ice cream flavor is uh, is only is only available in cones because of a lack of cups, which is of I, course I, I get I get all that, but but you can't also blame other team for celebrating. No, and, but you know, as as we're trying to find out what the problem is with our team, you know what I mean? They can celebrate however they want. You know, sometimes they do cross the line with the coffins and and hanging mannequin of of uh, Pipito or whatever, but. You got to talk about our team. You got to talk about how yeah. they came out, you know, ready to blast 
but but then after 10 15 minutes and sorry to kind of go on a tangent again what i hate about this juve is how in about 15 minutes the team that we're playing against realizes oh that's it let's 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 smash them and that's what leon did at home you know first 15 minutes the almighty juve comes to france and 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 their players are like oh well we can do that let's start attacking and then they started slowly slowly kind of you know swinging the pendulum the other way and now we're behind you know what i mean it's it's that mentality that anybody can win against juve i know we've been we've had an amazing streak and you know but lately it's just been just sort of like riding on our reputation look do you think that napoli would take sari back i think that if i think that if napoli could have had higuain all right now all right now i think year after higuain left napoli would have would have napoli were furious higuain left okay um, I don't think they're furious that Sadi left necessarily. I don't think he's, I don't think they're that mad that he's at UA right now because uh, again, again, like he, he, he should, he should in theory, he should in theory be leaving them in the dust. I mean, he, this is a bigger role in air quotes and, and it doesn't feel like he's adapted and you know, I don't know, maybe he, maybe he isn't the right man for the role. It's not his fault for wanting to play a certain way. Maybe management, maybe management, I don't know, Farhad, but what do you think? Do you think management should do more? To help him, or do you think we should just cut our losses with him at this point and say, you know what, fuck it? Say we say we lose a scudetto, or say we go out to Leo in the Champions League and we go on to win the scudetto anyway. Do you cut your losses with Sarri and uh, try to get a bigger name, someone who has a little bit more of a proven track record, or do you build with him and say, listen, this midfield is well. Good. If if a if a bigger name is available, you don't really cut your losses. You you go for it. If 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 something goes wrong and he's no longer, that's kind of like cutting our losses wouldn't be the definition of that. Sorry, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, you, you, you mean but, like it would be an upgrade. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't yeah, actually. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean saying. like cut like, your losses we, with Saudi and just move on is what I mean. Like, would you, would you be down? I, I, I wouldn't have any problem uh, letting him go, to be honest with well, you. Well, look, if, feel, uh, if mm-hmm. sorry, sorry to cut you off. If, if Manchester no. City doesn't, does, is, gets banned from the Champions League like, after their appeal and whatnot, I don't, I, I don't, see why Guardiola wouldn't leave like why would he stay at that point at, at this point he's like he's won domestic titles right he, he needs to get back to winning the Champions League like he did with Barca and I honestly think that him I'm not I'm not Montblanc over here but I think like just Bro. like piecing just makes sense. <laughs> yeah it just makes sense don't, 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 don't even don't, don't even you don't even don't say the g word don't say the g word just don't don't <laughs> just don't speak it into existence just let what will be be and that's it like yeah well Guardiola is a guy who requires money right and Juve's got it like if you if you really want to be a baller if you're Agnelli if you if you want to confirm your baller status after getting Ronaldo after getting Delict you get you get a manager and you blast them fools, man. You get you get a you get a Champions League, and I'm telling you, I've always said it. If Juve win, well, when Juve win their first Champions League after a while, and then that decade will be ours, man. I'm telling you, there's going to be maybe not next year. It's really difficult to do, but there will, it will be a string of those finals again. But this time we'll win. I have a feeling about that. So, so you know, stringing Sadi along with you, trying to trying to make sense of what he's trying to do and get him, get him the players that he wants. It's all well and good, but you, you got to get yourself a coach that knows how to win. I, I agree with you. And I feel like, like, I feel like Sadi isn't that guy. When, when, we, when we made the final in 2015, it felt like it was the beginning of something. And I was proven right when we made it again two years later in 2017. And now in Europe, we're basically always contending. You know, we have been for the past couple of years. We're a team that nobody really wants to face. 
Um, but I don't necessarily feel like that right now. I think the coach isn't at a level where I feel confident going into any given game, but also the personnel he has at his disposal. I agree uh, with, with you and Nick. You were saying that the midfield is shit. I, I agree the midfield is, is a massive. Oh, I didn't right say now, it. So. I did not say it was shit. You did I before. Did you, you, you I didn't say it was the shit. That it was... No, 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 no. <laughs> No, I you know this is recorded. Okay, right? okay, okay, <laughs> okay, Nick, okay, Nick, gun, gun to your head, gun to your head. Is Nick's midfield is Nick's midfield, is UBS midfield shit? It's sub, it's subpar to their standards. It's not shit. Okay, I have a, I have a question for both of you that I've, I've been waiting to ask for, for days, honestly, because I want to hear you guys' opinion. Well, let Farhad uh, go first. I need to cool down. Appreciate Are you worried about Ronaldo in the next two years? He's going to be earning his, his 40 mil net or whatever it is, euros. He has not looked particularly great since coming back. I'll, you know, we could give him the benefit of the doubt. Like nobody's, I guess, looked super stellar since coming back from, uh, or you can't blame him for, let's say, not looking uh, super stellar at, uh, at 34 years old or however old he is after 35. like a <clears throat> five years old after but who's, but who's 30, 30, 35 with a 24 year old body all that shit right uh, so um i believe it was was it um was it luca tony that came out and said that ronaldo can't even dribble anymore was it him that said it yeah like yeah, he's, luca so, tony luca tony could he, never dribble i love, yeah, I, love I was the gonna guy, say the, the irony on, the poetic on. irony coming from a guy who scored all his goals with his head and and like tapping uh tappings but, but yeah i love the guy yeah. anyways no, no disrespect but um like are you worried that's just my question like open-ended question are uh, you we'll, we'll we'll talk about being worried after the champions league because ultimately okay. seria is fine for ronaldo you know, but you know the reason he's there so let's see you know let's see this new format of the champions league which i'm actually really curious to see if um if, if that's going to work out the one off. Uh, let, let's see. Let's see, because he's that X factor in the Champions League. And uh, to be honest with you, we have Serie A uh, level players, and that's okay. If you know, thirty-five year old, it's it's we're actually the same age as, as Ronaldo. I just realized. And um, yeah, I mean, he just needs you to have get a, back you have a body into like his. Um, Do you have a twenty-five year old body? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do not. I do not. I have a twelve-year, twelve-year-old boy's body. So, but I'm, but I'm working on it. I got, I got time. You know, in my, in my projections, I'm gonna live until I'm 120. I got plenty of time to work out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, let, let's see how the first game goes against Lyon. Uh, let's see if he hits that stride. And I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, really excited about the Champions League. And Maybe maybe it's a false excitement because you've you've seen us play. So I'm just gonna leave. Uh, I'm 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 going to leave uh, judging Ronaldo after we play the first or the last game against Lyon. <laughs> I am confident about the Lyon game because, and I agree because with the they won't have played for several. Yeah, sorry, I, I'm confident about the Lyon game because they won't have played for several months. But but like like, like Nick, to, to answer your question, no, I'm not worried because I think when I I think I think when it comes down to it in big moments, he hasn't failed to deliver. He hasn't failed to deliver at any point yet that I could think of on a on a on a huge on a huge on a huge catastrophic level that he's failed to that he's failed to meet any expectations. The, the only people who who want us to be worried are our rivals, so to speak. Um, they they want us they want this to be a big deal. But if you're if you're a level-headed Juve fan, what what's what's to worry? He scored a he he missed a penalty. Uh, it wasn't like he shot it, you know wide or something he missed a penalty he's great to have in the team i mean he had a penalty say whatever but he's great to have in the team so i'm not worried about him and the money they're paying to him they know they know how much 
they know how much they have to pay him. They know what they were, they knew what they were doing. They know how much he brings in. It's, it's not a huge issue on a financial side for me personally. I don't think so. No, I'm not worried about his performances on the field. Not at all. Not, not, not right now. Um, look, um, I, I, I think, I think we'll call it, I think we'll call it quits on the UV on the UV rants here because we do have, I mean, this is, this is the cultural podcast. We aren't just the UV podcast. If you do want to listen to the UV podcast, listen to Farhad at UV podcast. Uh, follow Turin Giants on Twitter, of course, at UV Podcast. Um, can I just do? Can but, I just do a quick plug too? Yeah, of, co- of course. Yeah, quick plug. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to work on this little clothing line. It sounds sounds very pedantic, shallow and pedantic, but uh, I I've been trying to do something uh, clothing wise related what, the, the, to the, the the one the, the images of Ronaldo of fat Ronaldo crying in nineteen ninety is it nineteen ninety seven? I took I took so much shit from UV fans even for that. But you know what? That was a that was a passion project. I wanted to drop this the crying Ronaldo on May fifth. Uh, sold a bunch sold a bunch of them, so they're still available to check out Turin Giants. But I do have something really cool coming up with this Indonesian um, illustrator whiskey i don't know if you guys heard of him he works with he started out super small but now he does edits for like bleacher oh. report champions okay. league okay, liverpool awesome. yeah, so yeah. he's awesome so check out turingiants.com if you want to buy some uh uv related clothing awesome get at him yeah check him out for sure why don't we get to our segment um let's do it, let's do it. it's uh the five aside of players you'd like to quarantine with um this was actually farhad's idea he and i were having a back and forth on twitter and he suggested that we do this as our, uh, as our, uh, as our Calcio Cinque this week. So, of course, uh, listeners, if you're new to the pod, it's basically uh, a five-a-side, no tactical, no tactical, uh, no tactical rules, no, uh, no, no. Um, it's our fluid system. No, that's, no, what we nothing, that's what we've been calling it. Nothing, nothing but total football. You could have whatever players you want. You don't even need a goalkeeper if you don't want but, to. Because I, I was just thinking about it because I, I was like, uh, I don't have a goalkeeper, so I'm glad you brought that up. You don't need a coach. You don't need a goalkeeper. It doesn't even necessarily have to be players. You could, you could, you could make it a cultural figure if you'd like. But uh, yeah, so, so the five aside of players you'd most like to quarantine with in Calcio, uh, inspired by Farhad. Of course, um, we're expecting a little bit more of a UE bias from Farhad's, from Farhad's mm-hmm. top top five or start starting five. Am I, am I, am I correct in my assessment? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, so, so we'll take, I mean, it's, 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 it's a mix. It's a mix. You, you'll see, you'll see what I mean. And okay. li- I literally had two minutes to prepare for it. Um, but I hope you guys like it. You were okay. made for the, you were made for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is just fucking Man, all, yeah. Going off the cuff. Pe- 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 yeah. People don't know the, the behind the scenes in a podcast because I am so bad at it, but it somehow just makes it work. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a I'm not a very organized person, so I hope you guys like my. Well, to, to be on, to be honest with you, I've got I've got three right now listed. The rest I'm hoping you're going to come to me through divine inspiration. <laughs> so so let's, Just let's waiting, man. so let's yeah, so let's, let's 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 rock and roll. Farhad, why don't right, we? So uh, Sam, yeah, start the order. Start the order. Do you, do we want to let Farhad uh, go first? Guests should always go first. That should be our new rule. Okay, perfect. So let's so so who's your first player that you'd most like to quarantine with, Farhad? Um, um, starting starting on goal, <laughs> man. I told you I don't have a goalkeeper, but uh, let's let's put um let's put uh, Douglas Costa there because you might think it's a weird choice, but you might want to check out his girlfriend. So I'm assuming she'll be with us too. Um, she, she that, that's really, very smart. I did not. I did not. My brain didn't even think on those levels. I, I am <laughs> I am I am not quarantining with five dudes. All right, so let's <laughs> let's just throw her in there. Um, but all jokes aside, that woman is diabolical. 
Like, um, what is he doing? What is him and his bad tattoos doing with her? He you has I mean? the worst tattoos <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. Have you seen Genaletti? Have you seen up, up there, a tattoo up there on his with, chest? Up there with it? Ederson. Up there with his uh, compatriot. Dude, he has a tattoo on his chest that says, friends is like a family you get to choose. And there's friends like a, are the family like a, you choose. It's like, a, it's like an out, outline of and there's like a watchtower there i don't get it i i i'm fascinated with that tattoo but you know what kills you know what kills me people that don't speak english non-english speakers think that getting an english tattoo is who is is, is cool yeah so, it's deep yeah it's, 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 it's the worst it's the english english is not a good tattoo language <laughs> so so yeah i mean at, at least at least like maybe 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 some sanskrit or like some shit that nobody actually understands maybe like if you're gonna put something that ridiculous but no, no uh, i do i do have a, a a true gentleman never leaves his old lady in italian in a beautiful font on my side so i'm i'm <laughs> do you? that's unreal that's unreal that's, yeah, and 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 um one of my favorite moments of my life was when i lifted the shirt to show dale piero the the tattoo and his jaw drops like oh Stop. i knew you i knew you're I knew you were a fan, but I, you know, his face says like, Oh, you're a fan fan. Like, That's yeah, incredible. That's yeah. Amazing. I've, I've got uh, yeah. I mean, this is going to, this is basically going to throw any, I don't know if I talked about this on the pod before. I think I may have, but this is going to throw any level of impartial of impartiality. Is that a word? Impartiality. Sure. Uh, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with fuck it. it. It's good. This is going to, this is going to kill any, any level of, uh, of, 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 of neutrality that, 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 I, that I may have on the pod, but I've got, uh, I've got 1897 tatted across the top of my back in Roman numerals. So nice. So, uh, Very good. Yeah. But it's great. It's great because I can go to Naples. I can go to Amalfi. I can go to Campania. I can take my shirt off at the beach and nobody wants to stab me. So it's, it works because <laughs> nobody could read Roman numerals. Okay. So, so Douglas Costa and goal. And to be fair for had, I've seen you talking about, I've seen you, you, I've seen you tweet about his, 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 his lady before on, on Twitter. Twitter, so I can't say I'm surprised about that one. I, I, I do not want to come across as this guy who's like, you know, but, but you just can't ignore her. Like I'm, I, I, I the, the, the problem I mean, is, the problem is like, you don't know if he'd be willing. Facts to are facts. Facts like, are facts. He's, he's not Maurizio Sarri. Like he's not the cuck of the week, Maurizio Sarri, who's necessarily going <laughs> to her, but you know, a man can dream, I guess. So, yeah. uh, so you, you, All right, so, so, so moving on. So, um, Okay. Next so, person. You know, this so, is so 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 we'll go in a snake draft. So we'll we'll go one at a time here. So uh, oh, okay. We'll, yeah. Sorry. So we'll keep we'll keep it varied. No, it's all good. We uh, we it's fine. It's fine. We're we're we're, we're fucking jokes. We didn't we didn't do a good job. We were well. very <laughs> unclear about how this. So so uh, so so I'll go. You know, ne- all I'll of a sudden, ne- I don't like being on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I'll, I'll go, I'll go next. Nick, uh, Nick will save you for last year because Nick and I were talking off, off pod before earlier in the day. And Nick said he has a really great one and I'm afraid that it's the same as mine. So I'm going to try to call dibs on him first. Uh, it's Moise Kean. I'd want to, I didn't know that was not mine. No, okay. mine's way better than that. I, I want to quarantine yeah, with Moise Kean. That's kind of, that's kind of, it's kind of whack. I want to quarantine. I'd want to quarantine with Moise Kean because we all saw what he gets up to in quarantine. We all saw that party he was having on Merzi side a couple of weeks back. Uh, he's a man who... who what was the headline? Clown. Stripper party? Stripper party? Like in well, the sun know, was, or something like that? They called him Moise Clown. They called Moise him Moise Clown. With a K. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. No, no. Moise Keen, 100%. He's, uh, he looks like he's an absolute... He's an absolute... An absolute... An absolute demon to... to party. To, 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 to podcast with. Yeah. Um, Probably well, why he rides pine uh, and everything. I'll go with Moyes. Um, I feel like I'm getting a steal right here, actually, at, at, at third pick. I'm going to go with Maradona because why would you not want to quarantine with Diego Maradona? For, I, don't even have to, I don't even have to give reasons why. Like, I think I just got 
gem steal of this draft that we're doing over here, Diego Maradona. Don't do drugs, don't do cocaine, but but just have have fun with it. That's it. I, I don't know, man. I've been I've been around people who who are on coke, and they're annoying as fuck. You gotta be honest, man. I don't want to do that for for several months at a time. I, I mean, if, if I you can't beat if you can't beat him, jo- if you can't beat if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. maybe that. Maybe or, that. Well, hey, if you ever need, if you ever need, if you if you if you think you're demonically possessed, he's like candidate number one. If you ever need an exorcism, he'll also always Dude, make I've you seen, feel I've, better I've, about I've yourself. Seen, so you'll look at him I've, and you'll be like, "Yeah, that's not me." So what? What was the game against Nigeria? Right, where like the famous World Cup game? He was a mess, man. Did you see when he ran to the camera and he he just he <laughs> his eyes were just bloodshot red and what, they wasn't were. That like, oh, we're gonna game? test him. We're gonna test that guy as soon as. As soon as he exits. No, 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 no. During the World Cup game, like when Argentina was playing and he was in the stands. Yeah, yeah. And there was like all kinds of powder. There was like like kind of like a plexiglass thing like right in front of him. I guess he was sitting at the bottom of a section and there was all fingerprints of white powder. My all time. It's almost, it's it's almost, almost a meme. Like, like it's almost a cartoon. Yeah. All right. Well, that that was a good one. I really enjoyed that. My all time Maradona moment was actually this maybe incredible recency bias but it was earlier this year as a, as, a coach in Me- as a coach in mexico a couple of a couple of months back when uh when uh someone was handing him a substance on the bench and then a couple of i think one one coach next to maradona kind of elbowed elbowed, <laughs> yeah, elbowed the yeah, yeah, manager yeah. and everyone kind of just all of a sudden, a everyone just swarmed around him and covered the camera and pretended to like look, look north south so why, 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 why does he even hide anymore like uh, seriously like what's the point just <laughs> just Put a mirror down there and just, you know, embrace your true self. Do a rail and just go on. Yeah, you know. Go nuts. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Farhad, we'll go back to you. Not a real snake draft, Sam. You you, you misled him again there. We're going to do like a sequential draft. Okay. All right. Well, so far we kind of haven't repeated, so that's good. All right. So let's move on. Um, Well, you can consider this guy having played for two huge clubs. So I'll say Pirlo. Um, I'm a big fan of his... Off, uh, off the field persona. I feel like he's a super smart guy. Um, read his book, really enjoyed it. Finished it. I've never finished a book in two days, believe me. And uh, it was it was a, quite a read. So you know, besides that, you know, talk about talk about wine, talk about philosophy, uh, pick his brain a little bit. You'll come out um, of it a lot more chill. Yeah, I feel like it would be a good. You know, I, I've. Yeah be better better coming out than than going into the quarantine so i feel like pirlo would, would be the man to to have next to you okay i would Pirlo. love to drink red wine with pirlo i know I, I, I'm, I'm not i'm not mad at that one at all um in in line with your with your notion of coming out of quarantine better than you went into it i'll quarantine with cristiano uh because i know full oh, i come okay. out of quarantine uh i'm gonna be even more ripped than when i went into it we're going to train like all day. We're going to be like fucking ripping. We're going to be ripping weights and sprints for three hours a day. He's going to be. Yeah, but there's, there's also, there's also like, there's also like four children in there. Isn't there like I quarantined with two kids and that was like the limit of what I could do. Listen, Cristiano was also quarant- <laughs> Cristiano was also quarantining in like basically a whole resort in Madeira. Like, so, so I think he was basically living, he was basically living in like. Disney who's who's telling you he's out. inviting you? You're, he's going to invite him. So he's going to stay in your apartment. Yep, you know the, the the best the best make do and the best the best can make any can make any can make any situation can make any situation work. So the, 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 the limited space we got we got a pool in my house. We'll go swimming together. We'll work out. No problem. We'll we'll come out of we'll come out of it like in in, in peak condition. And uh, I'm I'm twenty I'm twenty two now, so I guess I'll come out of it uh, in the shape of a twelve year old. Except not. But, like but you're but you're also in Canada, so you can use that pool for like three days or something a year, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. No, Sam, uh, Farhad's playing chess and we're playing checkers on our own podcast. That's right, man. Like, I, can't, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. We're getting bodied on our own podcast. Okay. I love it. I love it. Who's that? Um, who's that? Honestly, who's Sam, I, I was thinking about it and I think Ronaldo would probably be like the, the last person I would want to quarantine with. He's probably so annoying. Really? He's so egotistical. Like, um, That'd be great. I'd have a guy who I could stare at, who I, who I could stare at myself in the mirror with. We could do our skincare together. We could... Uh, see, but, can, but can, just, can, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I just be? Uh, can I just be completely honest? Um, yeah. I love the guy. Love you know that he chose Juve, and obviously, we've turned from haters to lovers uh, overnight. But yep. I just feel like I just feel like at 35, he acts a little childish. He's, he did to, that, like, he did the city celebration in an empty stadium. No, I'm, I'm talking more besides that. You know, it's the like, constant, you know, thumbs up and, and you know, the behavior and the, and the general quotes. The thumbs Maybe up. He's just trying... Wait, like the thumbs up on camera, like giving the thumbs up. Yeah, I mean, You have, you have a problem You're... with the thumbs up? Yeah, because <laughs> my, my, my four-year-old son does that because it's fun. But like, then Ronaldo in every photo, the two thumbs up. I don't know. I'm just, I just hate the thumbs up, to be honest with you. I'm, I told you, man, I, you're not going to want to have me the second time around. Is it like an insult in Chicago to give two thumbs up? It's like in Brazil. <laughs> isn't, isn't there like this? Isn't it like giving the A-OK in Brazil, I think, means like fuck you or something like that? Like <laughs> give it two thumbs up. No, I mean, it, it, to be two. honest, with, in Chicago, you can get shot for anything. So you might as well throw <laughs> those thumbs up. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sam. I, 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 yeah, Ronaldo would probably be one of the last guys. So I'm gonna, I'm on an, I'm on opposite theme. I'd probably be coming out of quarantine a lot worse uh, than, <laughs> than, than when I went in. I think my next one would be Gattuso because. God damn it! Yeah, there you go. Because I know I'm gonna eat well. I know there's gonna be banter. I know there's gonna be, you know, the boys will be boys horseplay. Uh, you know, there's gonna be some fights for no reason, probably. But then uh, everyone's gonna make up. You're gonna and, wake up in the uh, morning. You're gonna wake up in the morning. You know, he's a prankster. Christ. You read Donato's all the Donato's gonna be standing over you. He's gonna slap you in the face, and you're gonna say, "What was that for?" And he's gonna say, "Because I love you." And he's gonna kiss you on the cheek or something. And then he's gonna like pour wa- cold water on you while you're showering. He's a prankster too. You know, like I don't know. Just I know I'm gonna eat well. You know, unfortunately, oh, unfortunately. I mean, good for him. He went on a diet and lost weight, so maybe he's not eating as well as he used to. But and hopefully, we could convince him to go back to his ways. Where I believe when he was on Milan and he was losing weight. People were saying that he was losing weight because he was stressed. It was like this whole media rumor that started. It was actually because he started cutting out uh, carbs seven days a week. So he wasn't eating pasta. Yeah, Nick, Nick, Nick is a dedicated time. Milan fan. He knows <laughs> when the guy was losing weight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, man, credit to him. He looked good. But uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that would be... Breaking the stories that matter to you. He's like, uh, you're, you're like, uh, Gennaro, how is your quarantine going? Sometimes it's the good, sometimes it's sometimes, the shit. Sometimes, sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Yeah, exactly. hopefully, hopefully always good with Gattuso my quarantine. So that's my, uh, that's my number two. Okay. Awesome. For, for Had for number three. You're, uh, I guess it's right. like you're, uh, you're, 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 you're center defensive mid. But uh, well, I'm going to. Because we have Douglas Costa do, in goal right now. So it's, I'm going to do a twofer. Uh, also, Pirlo. I'm going to do a twofer. Um, since Nick brought up uh, Gattuso, I'm also going to nominate him and Mandzukic in the same house. Now, beat that, motherfucker. How about Ma- that? Those Manzuc- two guys in the same house. That, that's going to be an aggressive... I feel like someone's going to... One of the two are going to die by the end of quarantine. That's why there's six of them, because then, then we're stuck with five. You know what yeah, I mean? Because very- then Douglas, Douglas Costa's girl, you know, replaces one of them, because one of them is not going to survive. It's so true. I, I love Manzuka so much, man. I love yeah. I love that guy's energy. Oh man, I I hate how his career. Like again, like coming from someone who's really not a Juve fan, like I I I hate the way that he 
that he he kind of left. It, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth too. I've, 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 I've like, I just feel like he was very disrespect, not disrespected by the fans. The fans, I know, I'm sure both of you love him. I know Sam loved him too. But like, absolutely, just, absolutely. It, I got his jersey, man. Oh uh, yeah, like you know, he's like he's that fan favorite kind of player. You know that they, they, he has the, you, the green yeah. thumb and everything because he gives everything. Yeah. Juve lost one ball out of two when he left. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it sucks to see that he went out like that, but I, I, I love that picture. There's, a, there's an expression in France, mouiller le maillot, wetting your shirt, literally like, you know, because of sweat. He, he, he's uh, part, part, of, part of me, Farhad. That's the, uh, that's the French influence in Montreal. But yeah, he's, uh, he, would do that. he would go out every week and fucking wet his shirt, man. I love that guy so much. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, it's, it's, um, yeah, it was last of the fallen heroes, I feel like, you know, and, and I mentioned that in my tweet. Uh, Buffon looked like he was the only one who was trying to win win the Coppa Italia final. I feel like if Mandzukic was there, we, we oh, would be yeah. a lot better. So yeah. that true. that driver just wasn't there. So true. Um, so speaking speaking of uh, speaking of uh, of people that know a thing or two about getting wet, I'll uh, I'll roll with this is a bit of a stretch, <laughs> but it's still uh, it's still a cultural related uh, figure. Uh, I'll quarantine with Silvio Berlusconi. Why not? <laughs> wow. um, That's amazing. Now That's I'm gonna amazing. go. Now I'm gonna go out on a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go at out at his place. At his place. Now he, he, here's the thing. Yeah, I would have to. You know, it would have to be his place. It would absolutely have to be his place. I, that's the only. That's the only reason that I'd have. That, that that I that I that I put up with that that I put up with that little gnome for 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 for, for anything more than how long is quarantine? How long are we in quarantine for? For like two months. Um, but but I, I I think I should state for the record that. I, I don't necessarily I do not share his preference in women. I I, I like my women, you know, of, of legal age. Um, oh, is that a thing? I didn't even know. So so that it's it, it, I, sh- I should probably put that out there. Like that's not what I would aim to get out of it. But you know, like like I think any dude, if you're talking about people you would want to quarantine with, I think having having a bunga bunga party. There's a there's a recurring theme. There's a recurring theme here. There's Royce Keen with his stripper parties, and now there's uh. Silvio Berlusconi you, with his bunga bunga parties. You need parties. to get out, dude. You need to, and, get, uh, you need to go have a drink. And, Mar- and, Mar- and, Mar- and Maradona with his cocaine parties. We, <laughs> we, have, we have a recurrent theme here of just pure debauchery. You can see who's, on, who's in their 30s on the podcast, who's in their <laughs> 20s, because I'm trying to have wine with Pirlo, man. He's trying to have wine with Pirlo, arm wrestle Mario Mandzukic, and just stare at Douglas Costa's <laughs> wife. We're like... Just sounding like we want to do coke off of strippers' asses. and. <laughs> But no, like we're, we're, we're trying to aim to appeal to the, the wider demographic of dudes who would want to quarantine with people from Calcio. This isn't necessarily us. This is just for you, the common man. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Silvio Berlusconi, uh, just, to, just to kind of spruce things up if, uh, if Moiski and stripper parties are a little bit too tame. Okay. By the way, Moiski uh, and stripper parties is the ba- uh, name of my new band. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay. I think I don't think this, that whatever house I'm quarantining in after I make this third pick, anyways, I don't think it's going to be standing by the by the end of it. Uh, I'm going to go with Balotelli as my third guy oh, to man. quarantine with. Oh man! Um, any, do you any want? Guy, do you want? Do you want to die? Do you want any, to die? <laughs> any guy who pays someone to drive their Vespa off the side of the Amalfi Coast for sheer entertainment, or sets firecrackers off in his house for sheer entertainment, or trolls his brother on Instagram every day for sheer entertainment. I think I think I think I think I think I could deal with it for three months to a point where I will enjoy it and then not get too annoyed by it. So uh, I think I'd have to go with uh, Super Mario. Not like it's not like he has anything to do right now, anyways. Yeah, and you know what? We talked about Mario last weekend about the fact that he um, 
he seems like he'd be a lot of fun to be around. So, uh, so I, I, uh, I'm, I'm not mad at you for that one for sure. Okay. Mario. So Mario in, uh, in Knicks 11, um, Knicks 11, Knicks mama. Five. Five. <laughs> I think I, I think at this point it's an eleven because yeah. we're throwing people in yeah, there that well, have nothing to do with anything. Well, well, yeah, because because Berlusconi because Berlusconi's bringing like three people with him. <laughs> yeah, we're breaking all the lockdown rules. Key Key and Balotelli have like a large ass entourage, so yeah, they, there we go. <laughs> yeah, so it's a cram, it's a cram five aside pitch. Uh, Farhad number four. Um, well, I'm pretty sure mine is like number six, but um, it, for the sake of the whole culture um, vibe of it. Um, I'll invite Zlatan. I'm not a big fan, but if all jokes aside, it would be kind of cool to pick his brain and, and, you know, the man played for the biggest teams in the world, you know, North, North America and Europe. And it would be kind of cool to, to pick his brain and talk about it and maybe see him, uh, without the whole bravado thing and without, you know, the famous quotes and just, just talk to the guy, but I, because the older you get, the more you appreciate interesting people and people who are not afraid to kind of. Uh, do their own thing, and I feel like Zlatan's one of those people. So it'd be be kind of cool to, um, to to hang out with him. And I guess him and Gattuso and Mandzukic in the same house. I'm just inviting trouble, but we'll we'll they, just they separate all, they them. All, they all have, they all have, they all have. Uh, yeah, they all have prior. Right? What's you guys? What's you guys' favorite Zlatan memory? Uh, this okay. I really don't mean to say that. I really want to preface this by saying it's not recency bias. I promise. It, for me, it, it has to be him coming back to Milan just because, like, I'm, I, when, I, when it became officially announced and I saw him with the shirt and everything, mm-hmm. uh, I, ha- I hadn't felt that, like, emotion for, obviously, for, for Milan because we've been shit for... Pretty much since the last time. time that he had been with you, probably. It, it, it's like the last time he was here was glory and shit ever yeah. since pretty much like pretty almost a continuous downhill right maybe a flat line now at this point but like him coming back like, i i had hadn't felt emotion for my club the way that i did when he came back and that's why i say it's really not recency bias like i think him coming back was is really for me like the the best moment that i think of him when when he was at juve i was too young to really remember a ton of very specific things that he did i know he scored he scored some fantastic goals. He, I, I, yeah. I've seen, I've seen some highlights of him pairing up with like Adrian Mutu, which is a random ass, a freaking random ass tandem. But, but again, that's kind of a little more before my time. So my, my best Latin memory probably is something that came after when he was at Juve. Um, obviously there was that goal against England, which is just, I mean, one of the greatest goals that we'll ever see in our lifetime. But I'll actually yeah. say that the, 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 the the game against LAFC, um, his debut in MLS, yeah, was yeah. probably one of my craziest memories because Nick and I had just finished recording a pod, and I remember we were watching the game because we were really hyped house. to see what he, we're yeah, and we were really hyped to see what would happen. Yeah, back when we could record podcasts in person, and <laughs> we 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 were really interested to see how he would do, right? Because he had been injured, he had torn his ACL, mm-hmm. um. He came back and just fucking scored three goals and won the game. I mean, that was I, one and, of the goals on the too, but. But that was unreal. Yeah, no, that was because I think that was indicative of the fact that he was he's a special breed. I know he's played for some better clubs than than LA than LA Galaxy and played against better clubs than LAFC. But but, you know, he he, I think that was indicative of the fact that he's a different breed who um, could be elite even at an older age. And I think we've continued to see that at Milan. Um, So, yeah, probably probably the uh, probably the, uh, the the hat trick in his first game in MLS for me. Um, And it was a comeback, too, which made it. so Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll go I'll go next. My number four is 
Um, Andrea Petagna, okay? If you're a listener of this podcast who's been tuning in for a couple of years, you know I always talk about Andrea Petagna. Farhad's like, what the fuck? Like, like <laughs> what, who, what, why? But Andrea Petagna. No, I totally know who that is because <laughs> I am an expert. <laughs> no, he is. He is. I mean, like, I, I, I can't think of a better, a, a, a bigger baller in Serie A right now just in terms of his lifestyle. Um, knows every single Italian rapper, chills with each and every one of them, has them all on speed dial, mm -hmm. and, and is in business with Sferai Basta. Uh, huge, huge, huge rapper in Italy, Farhad. Uh, I'd love to live with Petania, man. He, li he, lives, he lives large. He's, uh, yeah. is, he, is he like Benzema? He likes, he likes nice things. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mem Memphis, yes. Memphis Depay of, of Italy. He loves Ben. You know what? I've seen him tag his boys on Benzema's posts. He, lo mm -hmm. he loves, he wants to be Benzema. He's like the Italian Benzema, I'll say, actually. I mean, he's the watered down Benzema. In terms of lifestyle. Uh, I'd love to. Yeah, isn't, love that to funny how, isn't that funny how there's a, Sorry to interrupt again. I, that's that's what I do. I interrupt you. It's not funny how you get this new breed of the footballer that puts baller in footballer. Like they they have to have some kind of a you know Instagram that's that's off the chain and all that. I don't I don't like that. To be honest with you, the whole Memphis <laughs> Depay and his videos and I'm sorry for that. I do I do I love it. You I, love I, that. I, hey man, I, you, I wanna, you just said I want to I want to be in his I want to be on his Instagram. I want to be in that like <laughs> I want I want to quarantine I, with him. So. I, I dig that because you know you're young. That's that's what's important to you now. That's there's no shame in it. But um, as long as they keep delivering on the field, I guess. So it doesn't yeah, work. that's so, it. That's so with it. so with Betania, we're officially we're officially at sex, drugs, and rock and roll all covered, all ticked. No, oh, no, 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 no. Now we're gonna be at rock and roll because my next player is Daniel Osvaldo, the the rock and roll icon oh himself. That's so. Unreal. You're gonna need a, a little bit of live music in quarantine. I, I don't know, Daniel Osvaldo. When you just look at him, the way he looks now, maybe we could uh, can throw up a little pic in the in the, in the graphic that we that we put out. But um, he just looks like one of the most interesting men in the world right now. And so uh, Daniel Osvaldo for me, the rock and roll star. I uh, I, I think I think Osvaldo Osvaldo just the fact just the fact that he was willing to quit football uh, in not not that past his prime. I think I think. I, I think it's indicative of the fact that he's just a little bit of a sick puppy who I'd like to pick the brain up. I, I'm, I'm not mad at that. You'd have a he, lot of he, interesting discussions. back to football, by the way, right? He had, yeah, a four, yeah. he had a four-year break, and at the age yeah. of 34, he's back playing for Banfield um, yeah, in, uh, yeah. in Argentina. In Argentina. You'd have a lot of fun with Daniel Osvaldo. So, so final pick for Farhad. Uh, let's, uh, let's, see, uh, let's see how I, I these think, teams run out. I think I'm at five, man. I think well, – well, why? Because you threw Gattuso in. You included Gattuso. Uh, well – you got hey, to come up. You got to come up with one off the cuff here. You got to come up with one <laughs> off the cuff. Because Nick stole Gattuso from you. Um, I'll, I'll throw in. Um, damn, people are gonna be hated. People are gonna be mad at that one. But um, let's let's throw in a coach in there. Um, I'll throw in Conte in there. How about that? I, you know what? I'm not mad at that because because I I actually have a coach lined up for my next one as well. Why Conte? Just because because he. Just, just because kind of, kind of for the I, same reason that you have Gattuso, Zlatan, and Mandzukic. You just like you you want passionate guys to quarantine with just to have debates. Well, with. I I I I kind of do have a theme going, don't I? I have these like Italian warriors, but you know I, I grew up in the '90s and 2000s, and Conte was the, was the captain of my Juve. That's true. And, uh, and then he came back and took took Juve out of the dark ages, which. Listen, whatever he did afterwards to tarnish his, his um, reputation with UF fans, but he, f for what he did, he deserves to, uh, to be applauded. And 
it'll be kind of interesting because I feel like he's an interesting kind of guy and he pushes you and you know um they'll be it'll be kind of fun to to work out with him and you know be under his his supervision and you would, uh, come out you'd run a better football player which I, you you would run you would make you run that's for sure uh, I'd be I'd I'd be I'd be spitting blood by the end of the quarantine. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he just whines a lot. You know, you give him. You know, if like I don't know. I feel like you, the boys are making dinner. Oh, the the sauce doesn't have enough salt. <laughs> uh, it's too cold in here. It's uh, I just I don't know. I think he's a bit of a whiner. But hey, man, you just <laughs> described me, so it's no problem. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll okay. So so I'll I'll run with that team. My last one was actually going to be Marcello Lippi, uh, because he is the guy that that. Probably, I mean, first of all, he's like the ultimate nonno figure. Um, when I think of a grandfather smoking <laughs> that cigar on the bench, the white hair, the big, the the, the big spectacles that he always that he always wore. Um, he could teach you Chinese. Yeah, he could teach me Mandarin. I'll learn well, a new prob- language. Probably, probably not. Probably not. But uh, he's he's also he's also absolutely loaded. So he'll he'll, he'll pay he'll pay for every he'll pay for all my groceries. But um, but uh, isn't he making like twenty million euros a year right something, now, or something, something, something stupid, stupid, something like, stupid that. like that? But but no, just the just the fact that he'd have a lot of stories to tell, man, about 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 Juve in the '90s and about the World Cup team in 2006, which is kind of like for you and I, Nick. I think it, it was kind of like our 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 first aha moment in, in football. So I, I'd want Leapy there just for the stories to kind of level everything out, you know, with yeah. you know uh, on on the come down from uh, from from Silvio Berlusconi <laughs> parties, like when I'm walking, if when it's I'm walking. Yeah, when I when I'm when I when I'm going when I'm going through the walk of shame back to my bedroom, I'll. Uh... <laughs> it's a c- c- no, no, cigars no, no. Li- no no cigars no, no. with Lippy, cigars with Lippy during the day and then cocaine no, no, with later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick, your final pick. Um, my final pick is uh, gonna be because of food related reasons. I'm gonna go with Antonio Cassano because he probably makes a killer focaccia. Um, Farhad, one of the one of the stories that oh, stories are are storylines, I guess, that Sam and I love about Antonio Cassano. It's a recurrent, was, it's a recurrent theme on this pod. It comes up every. Was, uh, okay. Okay. I, I still I still vividly remember when I was watching the uh, it was a 2014 World Cup, uh, and the the British commentator Sam could do a way better British accent than me, goes and says that uh, you know one of the main reasons that Cassano get got called up was after. He shed 10 kilos because he cut focaccia out of his diet. <laughs> so, so for me, I feel like if we could get him back to his focaccia eating ways in quarantine. He's from body too. Happy. He's from body too. Where, like that's a big the deal. Home of focaccia. Focaccia. Yeah, but yeah. focaccia and body is, is no joke. Okay. Yeah, I, I, like I, have, I, have a, I have a buddy from body and he's just, he, he's a big UF fan and he's supposed to hate Cassano, but that's just his boy just because he's from body. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, cool. So we got, so we got Nick with, Nick has, who do you have, buddy? You have, I have uh, Osvaldo, I have Gattuso, Gattuso. Gattuso, Osvaldo, Balotelli, Cassano, and Maradona. That's a menace of a, that's a, menace of a starting team. The house be, is coming down, boys. The that'd house be a, is coming down. That'd be, a, it'd be, that'd be a great attacking team, too. I've got, so I've got Marcello Lippi leading, uh, leading, leading behind the bench, a team of uh, Petania, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Moise Kian, and uh, Silvio Berlusconi. Uh, I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's sitting in the sitting in the press box or if he's uh if he's like my if he's like my center back or whatever. But uh, yeah, interesting team on my end as well. And then Farhad. Yeah, Farhad, he's gonna Farhad, he's gonna run around. <laughs> Farhad's he's also like eighty five years old. Uh, Farhad <laughs> Farhad's got the uh, the ultimate fiery team of uh, of Douglas Costa's wife. Um, and him. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Mar- we can throw him in there. Actually, Mar- he, he he doesn't even have to show up. Yeah. 
<laughs> so Farhad has Douglas Costa's wife, um, Mario Mandzukic, Antonio Conte, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and there was one more, Andrea, uh, Andrea Pirlo. Andrea Pirlo. Pirlo and, and Gattuso also, yeah. Gattuso, Gattuso kind of staring in, like staring, staring from the window in Nick's house. Where, where he, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, hopefully it's a big house because you, you need to keep those boys, uh, you know, away from each other. Cool. Yeah, yeah, agreed. All right, I like it. Farhad, this was a lot of fun, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for... Dude, anytime, man. This was so much fun. I honestly, like, you know, you, you guys have this chemistry that I really, really do dig. And, and anytime you guys need a... Or if Nick starts to misbehave, I can always replace him. But, you know, I'm always... <laughs> <laughs> it'll just we become, need more UF fans in this podcast. Yeah, it'll just become it'll just become a safe space for uh, for for for, uh, for for UF fans. Well, I mean, like you know, if uh, if you if you ever if you ever need someone to go off on Mauricio Sarri, I'm uh, I'm I'm game, man. Right. I mean, on the on the on the on the UF podcast, you, you, which, you, which is you, an actual UF safe space. So I'll, uh, I'll have you guys. Part. You guys are well, not Nick, but Sam is always welcome on a UF podcast. And... You don't want me on there. You don't, you don't want me on there. Trust me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Actually, if okay. there's a big if there's a big Milan. Juve game coming up when you guys are actually in contention. I would love to, love to have you on, man. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Cheers, Thanks man. Thanks so much to Farhad for joining us. Again, you can get at uh, Turin Giants by following them on Twitter, at Juve Podcast. Check out the Juve Podcast, the, uh, the best and most consistent English Juve Podcast in the world. Uh, tons of great guests on there all the time. Rob from UVFC.com, Giovanni, great, uh, great, uh, great guy, great character. They get, uh, they frequently get great guests on all the time. Definitely yep. worth checking out if you are a UF fan. And if you're not a UF fan, I'm sorry that uh, I'm sorry that you had to have uh, that you had. I mean, as if as if you listen into a podcast where 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 I'm a host who always talks about and weaves UV into the discussion. I'm sorry you had to. Sorry, you had to to, to, I'm to go to go to go through I'm that 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 therapy session and that 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 identity crisis of self as a UF fan. Um, that I just had to go through. Yeah, so sorry about that. Deep apologies. For, we got uh, through it together. For the, for the, the very Juve centric episode. Fucking, fucking poor Napoli, man. Napoli win a title. And, uh, and, and what do we do? We get, a Juve, we get a Juve guy back on the pod. Instead of talking about how triumphant Napoli are, just, poor Napoli, they can never catch a break. No so so on brand of you. So on brand. No wonder they have a Juve complex. I love you, Napoli fans. I'm joking. Uh, listeners, get at us on Twitter, on TikTok, and on Instagram at Caltro Podcast. Follow our, pace, our Facebook page at The Caltro Podcast. We're on Spreaker. We're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Everywhere you get your podcast. The Caltro Podcast. We're on all major platforms. Download our podcast. Subscribe. Enjoy. And stay tuned till next week. I guess we'll try to keep this as frequent as we can. But again, games are kind of scattered all over the place. So uh, not sure when the next part will be, but we'll try to get to you guys again very soon. Until then, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the summer. And enjoy the culture. We're back, baby. Ho preso la prima sbronza a 12 anni in Venezuela Non me ne fotto un cazzo di tua mamma e quanto fiera Sei solo un bugiardo, non fare il premio Nobel Mandela Io mando davvero i vestiti agli amici in galera Mezzo al Martin Margiela Non fa pigiamo limite D'incatenato come Django il crimine Mi ispira, non si elimina Mentre tu eri alle medie Volavo in classe premier Con la tipa del premier Sbocciando Lauren Terrier nelle vene e nelle mie viaere survival e venere ad oggi senza quiete pensavo fosse un dream come il rap la vita di Mr. Fini devono farci una serie che palle il tuo quartiere che palle i tuoi quartieri ti manderai in cantiere oppure in pasto eterno manco mi stai sul cazzo perché non c'è spazio essendo tutto in bocca alla tua tipa l'immortale G di Marzo